0: And this
1: is Zach, and this is Stuart, and this is the Batgirl Super Show. This is a main show. Stuart, what are you wearing?
0: I am wearing a yellow jumper and a red wig, because we are talking about
1: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, or Cool Party Dudes straight up murdering a guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Man, this this was a lot of uh, fun. This. Yeah. It was, a, it was a really good rewatch for me. Um, it reminded me a lot of why I love those old 90 movies.
1: Yeah. No, when I was a kid, I watched the first three on VHS probably once a week <laughs> at least. Um, so I'm very ready to, to talk about this. Um, so uh, let's start off with a little bit of background first, and then we'll dive into the movie. Yep. Um, the... Rotten Tomatoes for this is forty percent. Oh, really? Metacritic is a fifty-one out of a hundred. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do not agree with that. I mean, I it's think a... it's much better, especially considering it's adapting a comic. That's um, true. This this uh, uh, movie came out in nineteen ninety. Yeah. So, technically part of the 80s still. It was probably in production in the 80s. Yeah. Um, it had a $13.5 million budget. Do you know what the box office was? I'm going to guess around 25 Nope. You would be wrong by an order of magnitude. It was uh, a two hundred and two million dollar. Oh box wow. Box.
0: It was very successful. Yes. Yeah. That, I
1: mean it had two sequels. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um huh. so you know, they, they probably pumped up the second one to like twenty million and I'm they got way more back. Yeah. The third one probably didn't get as much back. Yeah, that uh, was no when one they likes were, uh, the third one except tamarized. for Samurai. Yeah. Well
0: see, I love this movie because it's back. I, I enjoy this movie because it's it's weird. How it's dare bad. You. I mean, it's <laughs> it's bad in a good way.
1: So, <laughs> um, so the uh, this is an adaptation of the early comics, mm-hmm. um, but which were kind of grim. They were um, the character designs of this movie, though. Used the 1987 TV series, which is why they have the colored bandanas. Because yep. in the oh, well, I mean, the original's black and white, so they're just black. Masks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I think when they colorized some of them, they were all wearing red masks.
0: Yeah. Um, Makes sense.
1: Jim Henson's creature shop designed the turtles.
0: Which was really good. I mean, they're, like, those suits are cool, those rubber suits. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, it's always funny to see them wandering around where someone's cosplaying them at Dragon Con or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Kevin Eastman uh, designed the original comic kind of as a sarcastic joke, um, making fun of Daredevil. <laughs> and the way you see it, yeah, again, all, all the turtles have red masks. Um, the hand um, in oh. the Daredevil comics became the foot, foot. plan. Ah, uh, I get that. I didn't, I didn't connect those two. Daredevil's mentor uh, is named Stick, yeah. Uh, Splinter. Oh, uh,
0: okay. Mentor.
1: Wow, I didn't. S- <laughs> yeah, it's a sarcastic it, It's just a super sarcastic joke, <laughs> making fun of Daredevil and how dumb Frank Miller's version of <laughs> Daredevil is. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, production mainly took place in North Carolina. Uh, huh. There was a B team shooting in New York City for the, like the landmark shots. Yeah, yeah. Um, Live Entertainment sold the VHS of this for twenty five dollars uh, via. Family Home Entertainment Hmm. um, which was FHE they put out a lot of like kids movies and stuff yeah Um, and then now it's Lionsgate okay um, which more people are familiar with now because they're a bigger company um the uh Pizza Hut franchises (laughs) used a $20 million marketing campaign with the movie, but Domino's was used as the product placement? Yeah, it's so strange. (laughs) Why would you do that?
0: So, it's funny, there's so many product placements in this movie that I noticed. It's like, it's just covered with product placement. Yeah,
1: it's just grossly product-y. And
0: I guess that was sort of just the norm? Or... Yeah. Yeah strange it was
1: the norm for the, the 80s and early 90s they yeah. were trying to maximize the budget however they could I just think it's hilarious that Pizza Hut spent yeah. money marketing and then they use dominoes, dominoes yeah. for the like what what are you doing like talk a slap to each in the other. face yeah um Uh, For the, I was telling you previously, for the UK version of this, alternate versions of Michelangelo were used so that you couldn't see his nunchucks.
0: Which is strange because it's a vital part of the ending of this movie. So
1: yeah, Um, Shredder, the Shredder scene at the end was heavily edited. Yeah, since Um, you know. And uh, I was telling you also that in the UK, teenage they're called the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles because ninja is a no-no word according to their censorship guidelines. So strange,
0: so weird. Yeah, it,
1: it's very arbitrary. Like I it mean, is. they're still like teenage is okay, obviously, mutant is okay, and turtle is okay, but ninja, ninja is the word like, you have a problem with.
0: Yeah, it? like no, call them heroes because um, <laughs> boy, are they heroes.
1: Uh, yeah, not really. Okay, so... Oh,
0: uh, getting into it. So, yeah, getting into it. It is quite hilarious. So, first of all, a lot of the um, choreo scenes, like the choreographed fighting scenes, yeah, um, they were heavily uh, influenced on their, um, their suits. Like, you can't really do a lot of martial arts in these sort of, like, rubber suits. Exactly. So they decided to make it a little bit more wackier where they're, like, doing spins. And uh, there was a a fight sequence where two of the turtles ended up becoming, like, a wheel and knocking over people and stuff like that, (laughs) where it just became super silly and not really, like, kung-fu-y. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Though a lot of the actors who did work in bodysuits or anything like that um, who knew martial arts... Actually, did practice like real martial arts.
1: Yeah, it's actually they, funny. The uh, the stunt man that played the the body capture for I think Michelangelo mm-hmm. is the if you watch the second movie, he's the pizza delivery guy. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, not in turtle suit.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's it's really interesting, sort of seeing like the different styles and stuff like that because um, it's a lot of Japanese like karate.
1: Yeah,
0: um, since it's. You know, influenced from Japanese culture and everything along those lines. But yeah, I love that... um, So Splinter, you get a lot of, like, flashbacks with Splinter as, like, a rat. Because I guess before he became, like, a mutant, mutant, he was just a regular rat who was owned by this martial artist. Yeah. And using his normal rat-sized brain, (laughs) he would, like... I guess, mimic his martial artists um, as just a normal rat, which is very surprising.
1: Really cool. And the puppetry in it is it really It is good. really cool, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Jim Henson, so... Yeah,
0: so... Um, he reminds me a lot of Rizzo the rat from, like, The Muppets.
1: You know oh, yeah. Rizzo, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: which is kind of funny. Um, but a skinnier, more, like, lean yeah. uh, Rizzo. So... It's, it's really cool just to see that, like, puppeteering. But, um, yeah, I I really enjoy this movie. Just a lot of, like, the callbacks of well, the 90s culture and everything like that. So it starts off with, like, a crime wave that's spreading across New York. And it's like, oh, these these silent ninjas are like stealing a bunch of things and they're stealing like everything and then Sony gets dropped. They're like, ah, and they're stealing like Sony electronic <laughs> devices and things yeah. along those lines. And apparently, so all these like master uh, con artists or like thieves that no one sees are a bunch of like 14 to 18 year old kids. Just like regular kids. And young
1: Sam Rockwell lures kids into the Foot Clan by giving them menthol cigarettes. (laughs)
0: Exactly. (laughs) So these young kids um, again, who are like supposed to be master thieves who are completely silent, you see a lot of, like they show their crimes and they're not silent at all. You see them like just beat up people and like run away and steal these particular items and stuff like that and none of the cops can catch them
1: um and then so you New York cops i guess
0: that yeah. don't really like they have more important shit to be doing i guess and then you get to like see their hideout and it's like the epic kid hideout like they knew it's it's like what is
1: the name of the town in uh, pinocchio where all the kids get lured to exactly like that's what i always thought of it when i was a kid because i was also watching things like pinocchio Pinocchio. yeah yeah like i was just like are they when are they turning into donkeys (laughs) or it's got
0: like a bunch of arcade cabinets um they've got like a poker table a pool table um they're all like Smoking and they're eating Burger King, another like placement yep, drop yep, very, of like
1: very broadly <laughs> displayed logo there.
0: They're drinking a Pepsi, Pepsi, uh, cola, yep, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, where there's that like, do you want menthol cigarettes or just regular, regular cigarettes? Because yeah. they've been
1: stealing all of this stuff supposedly off of the backs of trucks, trucks. which is funny because. They're eating Burger King that has already been prepared, but they've presumably stolen it off the back of a truck. I, I guess. Or I are don't they know. paying for this Burger King in, like, cartons of cigarettes where they're like, give us 30 Whoppers and we'll give you a carton it's, of menthol cigarettes? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is, is, a is it a like bordering system? Rules?
0: I have no idea.
1: <laughs> and, like, so uh,
0: Shredder is the mastermind behind all of this. And again, I don't know what his plan is. He's the master of petty larceny is what he's the master of. Like, what is he doing with all these things? Like, I assume just selling them, but, like, you need a fence to sell it.
1: You need somebody who can, like, turn over product. No, no, no. I I know how he's selling it. There's one guy dressed up like a foot ninja in that weird chainmail fabric that they have. Like... Hey kids, <laughs> you want to buy some arcade cabinets? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so strange. Just leaning out. How would you react if you saw a guy in that like weird metal mesh face, it like was- leaning out at you at an alley and like, hey, hey. <laughs> you want to buy this carton of cigarettes?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. Though I I do kind of like the foot uniform. Like they had that like mesh um, sort of yeah, over mask, the eyes. and then like over the eyes, there were like a little like chain. Yeah. It was kind of cool.
1: I remember when I was a kid, um, the promotional, like, I guess the action figures or whatever that came out mm -hmm. around this time or maybe the second one. I had one of those, and I was just like, this thing looks way too cool. This is way too cool to be a bad guy. Yeah.
0: So it's really strange. Like, I don't understand exactly what uh, Shredder's trying to do. I guess just get a bunch of (laughs) hooligans together and, like, uh a warehouse and, like, try to sell a bunch of stuff that they're selling, mean, stealing. And, again, it's like you have a bunch of teenagers that you have to deal with. Like, teenagers aren't, like, the super loyalist people. And then he's also kind of, like, training I mean, maybe them. maybe they
1: would be if you beat the shit out of them with a bunch of
0: sticks.
1: Well, that's, <laughs> that's
0: the next thing is, like, so uh, Shredder has... I don't even remember the guy's name, and I watched it today, but he has, like, a second in command, the guy with the mustache, who's also either Japanese or, um...
1: Oh, yeah, I think Mako plays him.
0: Okay. I don't know his name. I don't remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember his name. All I I know was... it's
1: inconsequential. He
0: had a fantastic mustache. Like, he grew a nice mustache. But, yeah, he would teach the kids martial arts, but, like, beat the hell out of them. Yeah. And then um, yeah, it was, it was just it was a really strange organization that you know um, Shredder was trying to run. But yeah, the cops couldn't find them because they were super secret at stealth and stealing things. So, but then you get introduced into April um, O'Neill, who is the reporter for just a local um, news cast. Who she, reports on petty larceny and stolen electronics? Yeah, basically, uh, <laughs> though she does not have a classic jumper, uh, she has a yellow raincoat. That's it.
1: I mean, the jumper would look ridiculous yeah. in a real person. Was
0: was the jumper in the comics or uh, like, was, it was that in a the, uh, cartoon? Cartoon. So that's when it became. Because they were iconic. making
1: action figure drawings, like no. they weren't making like, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> And then I guess since she was bringing too much attention to her... Well, she wasn't bringing too much attention. When she was going to her van, she saw some kids, again, stealing stuff off of her van. And we're going back to the, like, super stealthy kids who are just, like, stealing equipment off of a news van.
1: Which, on a news van, like, with what she covers, I would assume that the the most expensive piece of equipment that's not the camera is... Maybe the satellite dish, but probably the CB radio, which is like, why do you need a CB radio? And again, no, kids, who are you going to sell this scanner. to? Like
0: <laughs> who? Who are you going to sell a, a satellite dish to? Like anyway,
1: well, especially because it's coded to a satellite, so like they're going to sell it to someone, and the only thing they're going to be do be able to do is broadcast it to
0: a news channel. <laughs> I know, but um, you know. She is about to get mugged, and then the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles come and save her. Um, mm-hmm. It's their first outing. Uh, they break the light so nobody sees her. But um, which is
1: weird to me that it's their first outing.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, again, Master Splinter was training them and everything. Uh, yeah. Um, but I believe Raphael leaves one of his uh, sais. His uh, yeah yeah, and um, O'Neill finds it and like takes it. They celebrate, and they go back to their, um... Sewer. Their sewer. And Raphael is, like, super pissed off that he left his uh, weapon there.
1: Well, how's he going to get another one? Like, I'd be pissed, too. Well, and, and
0: Splinter <laughs> is all about, like, you have to be like the shadows because no one's going to understand who we are. Even our allies might not be um, akin to help us out because we're mutants. Yeah. So uh, the rest of the trolls decide... With a pizza. They order a pizza from Domino's. Again, it's it's clear. And it's funny, they order a pizza off of a payphone in the sewer. Like, I guess they set up a payphone
1: system in the sewer? Yeah, I mean, if there's a phone in the sewer, it's not going to be a payphone because it's going to be set up for, like, a public works well, guy to just pick it up and...
0: Yeah, no, I think it's more of just, like, they got a payphone, they installed it in the sewer using but
1: how do they know how to i don't
0: know know. it's it's it's, uh movie logic again we're not going to dive too much into it but it's it's funny because like so Raphael, i know this is the only turtle throughout this whole movie who uses a couple of swears like he actually like
1: says hell and damn and stuff like that like Well, how do you know he's angry if he's not swearing?
0: Swearing, yeah. Um, His
1: faces are not very
0: articulated. They are not. (laughs) But he's like, well, I'm going to go and watch a movie. So he dons a trench coat and a hat. And again, like he still looks like a turtle. Like I don't know how he looks like a turtle
1: in a trench coat (laughs) and a hat. And also, (laughs) the movie isn't the movie he's coming out of. Critters. Yes. Where he's so, talking about, he's like, where do they come up with these ideas? <laughs> which, I mean, to me, that seems like it's ripped directly out of the comic. But, like, yeah. okay, in, in New York, like, New York in the 80s and 90s is not the tourist uh, location that you would see today. It was yeah. seedy. Times Square had porno theaters and, and stuff like that. So, like, the place that he was going to, if he's in Times Square one i don't think he would be in times square no because he's a turtle in a trench coat and a hat yeah but like he looks like a guy that would be coming out of a porno theater <laughs> like, he doesn't look like a guy coming out of critters yeah. or he looks like a very specific type of guy who's coming out of critters <laughs>
0: yeah uh, but yeah he's just walking around in this trench coat and hat and then he sees a mugging again the kids who are mugging this old lady who are supposed to be super secretive, just, like, a random mugging. So he runs and chases after them and beats them up a little bit. And then uh, Casey pops up. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to beat up these kids, too. And then him and Casey kind of have a bout. And, like, he loses his hat, but Casey thinks that he's, like, a punker with a weird mask. Yeah. Which is strange. And, again, Casey doesn't have, like, any martial arts training. Like, none of his fight choreography is martial arts. It's all him just having random blunt objects and beating people with those blunt objects. Yup. Yeah, which, you know, I can... I can sort of see, but, like, I wish that Casey would have been, like, a little bit cooler. But we'll get more into Casey as we progress through this movie. Yeah, yeah. So they have a fight, and um, I think... Yeah, so... Uh, Raphael actually not yeah Raphael actually gets his uh butt kicked a little bit yeah uh, ends up in a trash can
1: mm-hmm.
0: as Casey runs off uh,
1: well, Casey's a pretty formidable fighter even though he's not like yeah a he's ninja. Just, he's, he's supposed just to be strong strong yeah. and got a hockey stick because
0: apparently he was um, and it's very implied in this movie but I think in the comic <laughs> book he's a a. Uh, a pro-athlete, or he used to be a pro-athlete. Yeah. Like a pro, like, hockey player. Yeah. Yeah. So they come back. They realize that, like, something's up. Um, and um, O'Neill actually gets attacked again, I think. Um, and uh, the turtles come and help her out. And then they um, actually bring her back to her hideout their hideout and everything like that. Uh, she actually has a real quick change of heart. She's like, oh man, I must be dreaming. And then they're like, no, we're cool. And they're like, oh, okay, you guys are pretty cool. Yeah. Like, you know, her well, I mean, reaction is... How are is... you going
1: to realistically portray someone who's <laughs> like, wait, how did you know I was in trouble? Oh, you were stalking me and yeah. you kidnapped me and brought me to the sewer. Also, you're a monster? Eh.
0: Yeah, you guys seem alright.
1: Okay. Yeah, because like <laughs> throughout
0: this movie, like, Don... Not Donatello. Michelangelo has like a weird crush
1: on her yeah he's like constantly like flexing for her yeah and he's like
0: in the 90s like trying to be a cool guy keeps on calling her babe or like it's really heavily 90s like lingo and everything i mean it explains
1: where all the rule 34 art comes from with michelangelo in april i didn't (laughs) know that there was
0: like a bunch of rule uh, i mean
1: i'm assuming that there is
0: you can google it i'm not going to google it um, They also buy a pizza uh, from Domino's and the guy's just kind of cool like putting the pizza into a uh, a sewer grate as money pops up and he doesn't even bother to like look down to see who's handing him money or he would I mean, he's got clearly money. see like, he, yeah.
1: <laughs> that there's turtles in these sewers. Doesn't he slide it sideways? Yeah, he slides and, it sideways. Yeah. Side. <laughs> yeah, so all of it ends up in one side of the box. <laughs>
0: That's all right.
1: Don't they, like, under-tip him or not-tip him? Well, to? because
0: it's back in the era when pizza <coughs> delivery people were late, you'd get a discount. Oh, so, yeah. right.
1: They would penalize people for...
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a bunch of accidents because pizza delivery people yeah. were, like, speeding and trying to, like...
1: Well, I mean, there are people that are getting made... I think minimum wage at the time was, like, like three bucks an hour. Yeah. like. Yeah, of course they're going to be. They're, they're not going to want to work for 10 hours to cover a pizza.
0: Yeah. Um, then they uh, go back to April O'Neil's place because she's like, well, you guys seem really chill. You helped me out. Uh, I'm going to go. And then she mentions that she has frozen pizza. And they're like, well, we're going up to your place and eating and stuff like that. And again, super chill about like, oh, I'll bring these trillos up there.
1: The scene where she says she has pizza and they shoot out of the manhole <laughs> yeah. very quickly.
0: It is quite hilarious. It's, yeah, and they play yeah. this
1: weird xylophone, like... <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, the music in this is so, like, the songs that they use, like, the 90s kind of, like, themes and everything, yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> it just, it, it, it's that nostalgia factor that really, like, hits you and everything like that. Yeah. Um... And then, um, you know, they have a really good time, basically. Like, they realize that, you know, they have a lot in common. Mike does a couple of, like, personali- or um, impressions yeah. and stuff like that. And she just really seems to take a kin to uh, the turtles. Well, uh, when they were returning, or when they come back to their hideout in the sewer... One of the Foot Clan were following them, so they knew where the uh, their like hideout was. So they attacked their hideout while they were, while the Turtles were hanging out with O'Neill, and they kidnapped Splinter. So the Turtles are super sad because their Sensei is, you know, kidnapped and, uh, the Sensei our Splinter was, really about like trying to chain or train them both. Mind and body. When uh, Raphael kind of like throws his, t- or his tantrum about losing his weapon, uh, Splinter tries to like calm him down and tell him that like his anger is going to be the death of him basically, and that he needs to control his anger and focus and everything along those lines, and that they're a team.
1: I feel like Raphael and Michelangelo were my favorites yeah. growing up, and I think it explains so much why I am the way I am. Well, I, it,
0: <laughs> they have the biggest personality. I will say, yeah. like, Donatello really kind of gets the shaft in this movie.
1: Like, Yeah, but he comes into his own in the second one, he, and especially the third one, I think.
0: I Yeah, I do believe that, but, like, You know, he's not the tech genius that he's normally portrayed in in the comics and in the uh, shows. He's just like a guy hanging out with a staff. But anyway, um, so Splinter gets um, stolen, and then they're all upset, and then they try finding the uh, foot, and... A lot, of, uh, a lot of stuff, like, I'm not going to keep on going through point by point by point. Um, some of, the, like, the big highlights for me, though, were a lot of the fight scenes just because they were really just kind of wacky and everything. Yeah. And I could really understand why they decided that they were going to go with this, um, this kind of path was because, again, it's really hard to fight in those suits, and, like, even some of the martial arts that they do is kind of impressive to see them in those suits, like, fighting and everything like yeah. that. But there's a lot of just, like, one-liners that are hilarious about, like, Wheel of Fortune where Donatello spinning Mikey and he's, like, hitting people's legs with his nunchucks. Yes.
1: Yeah. And he's
0: like, "Ah, oh, I guess they're not big um, Diana fans or something along those lines. And it's just, like, a bunch of, like, 90s references that are just hilarious because there's quite a few fight scenes in here with like the foot and everything along the yeah. lines yeah
1: well like when they're going back to help um oh god and for for listeners i did not 100% do my due diligence because i'm a hack and a fraud cuz i didn't watch it as oh. recently as mm. you did mm. the which it's turtle right. is I the am. one that's recuperating?
0: Oh, it so really it's, like it's, Ra- Raphael. Yeah,
1: it's Raphael. Yeah, it's Raphael.
0: Because Raphael ends up uh, pouting at the very end, or not at the very end, while they're hanging out at April and Neil's place, and he goes up on the uh, roof, and then he just gets the crap gets beaten jumped. out of him. He gets jumped by, like, there, there must be, like, 40 feet, uh, foots. Foot, foot clan. Foot clan people. Yeah. Foot um, soldiers. Foot soldiers. Yeah. I don't know. Like, is the plural foot clan soldiers feet? Feet. Feet clan. Feet yeah. clan. Foot clans. No. Yeah. Foot clans, guys. Making a joke. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he just basically gets jumped on the uh, roof and Casey actually sees it, so he goes and like tries to help them and everything like that. But yeah, he gets knocked out, and he spends the majority of the time like recovering in a tub of water. Yeah, because that's how that's how turtles, turtles heal. Go. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just in a tub of water.
0: But yeah, so he gets knocked out. you you were? Oh yeah, I you're...
1: was going. Uh, yeah, which one was was yeah? It, it, it's Raphael. <laughs> And they go to somewhere, like, they're supposed to be in New York. Did they say specifically they're going upstate New York? Because... They say a farm.
0: They just say a farm and they... So,
1: presumably, it's upstate New York. Probably, yeah. Or Philadelphia somewhere, or not Philadelphia, Pennsylvania somewhere. Yeah. Um, Having grown up, not in North Carolina, in South Carolina, but it's got similar vegetation. Yeah. um, And having been up... The Eastern Seaboard through Maine, mm-hmm. um, Pennsylvania farmland does not look like North Carolina farmland. Yeah. New York farmland doesn't look like <laughs> yeah. the the trees and everything look very different. You can tell it's I mean, maybe the south. Yeah, um, if you've spent any time. If you have spent time, yeah. Um,
0: and again, you know, these are just like kind of little nitpicks, but I really enjoyed the ride. I enjoyed like, and you got to really like, you know sort of see it in your kid perspective and everything yeah. like that. Like, these are ninja fighting Oh, I'm not nitpicking. I'm yeah. just, I'm commenting on how funny it is. Funny because it is. I
1: still ultimately really like these movies.
0: Yeah, and again, I really enjoyed these movies. And it's more of just, like, a silly sort of ride. Um, I, like, I, I was I, with them the entire time. Like, just... Again, most of the scenes that I really enjoyed were a lot of the fight scenes because that's when the one liners came out. Yeah. I'm always a sucker for like a good one liner. It's where like the um radical and totally dude and everything yeah. along those lines came. Um, there were a few like scenes that weren't super great for me. Um you start learning a lot about Casey and like he is a big womanizer. Like, when they're in upstate, um, well, the upstate farm and yeah, everything like farm, that. the farm.
1: They're at the farm. Yeah. yeah.
0: He is, like, you know, just, like, calling April all sorts of different, like, toots and princess and weird things like that. And, like, yeah. being this macho man. And it's kind of weird because, like, you know, Michelangelo has a crush on April. April but, like, he sees Casey giving her a back rub. And, like, when the guy gives a girl a back rub, there's some <laughs> alternative motives there. <laughs> um, well, not all the time, but, like, you know, there was... It was a very essential back rub. And Michelangelo sees this and he's like, "Man, that's all right, I'm just getting some eternal wax. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see, like, how quickly he flip-flops in, like, being in love with April... Versus, like, oh, well, Casey's kind of, like, putting the moves on her, and, yeah that's okay by me. I would have been interested to see some sort of, like, conflict with that.
1: I don't think so, because, like, Michelangelo's just, like, the relaxed, laid-back dude. Like, yeah. if we're going to ascribe lifestyles to the, like, I feel like Michelangelo would be cool with it. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I just feel like he would like I don't like, know there's something about Michelangelo's attitude that makes me think that he'd, he'd be fine with day be, he'd be alright
0: um, you do see like uh, Donatello helping Casey fix uh,
1: a car a little bit so, yeah you see his mechanical like,
0: yeah his yeah. inclination there um, yeah and um, those scenes were kind of interesting up in the um, in the farmland and everything along those lines but I, yeah, I really kind of enjoyed this movie. I, I really, you know, thought it was a fun ride. I can see why a young Stuart would have loved this movie. um Again, like, the combat isn't, it's very wacky combat. Like, Leonardo has swords. Leonardo never actually uses those swords.
1: Well, because in this, the Foot Clan are real people and kids. In yeah, the show, they're... the Foot are robots.
0: yeah. So you can, like, you know, destroy robots. But, yeah, like, it would be very weird if Leonardo, like, stabbed a 14-year-old kid. I mean, it would make this a very
1: different movie for sure.
0: (laughs) I don't think that would go well with the audience. Because, again, like, kids are the main audience for this movie. Like, you know, it does have a a strong, like, family-themed... Yeah. ...where Splinter... There's this, like, younger kid who ends up being, I guess, swayed into the f- clan, and then he realizes, oh, well, this isn't what it's cracked up to be. I don't kind of like stealing. And his father is um, the head of the um, the news uh, station. Yeah. And he gets mixed up with it, and he thinks that his dad hates him, but his dad actually likes him. Um, and there's that whole, like... Family theme, which is really nice, but it's sort of just kind of like a, a little bit of a wackier adventure for um, for younger kids. And yep. I I think that, like, if you had younger kids, other than, like, the couple swear words, and then at the very end when they fight Shredder, um, it's, I guess, a very kind of jarring scene a little bit because they fight Shredder. This is
1: from the comic. If I recall correctly, I've not read the comic in years Mm -hmm. and years,
0: but... So, with all the combat, like, no one actually ever dies. It's mainly, like, people getting punched, people getting knocked knocked out, people, like, flipping off of buildings. Like, you don't know if
1: they died, but, like... (laughs) I I mean, if you don't see... I mean, it's the same thing with, like... Batman, yeah. for example, like those Tim Burton Batmans, he is a murderer. Like he tosses a bomb in a hole after a guy, and it blows up, and there's just this red confetti that goes up. Like yeah. if you don't see it, it didn't happen. Yeah, right. I feel like that's the main attitude with this. With this, yes, yeah.
0: So there's a like there's no actual gore or anything like that. Yeah. Because what was this
1: movie rated? I uh I think
0: it, it was PG. PG. Yeah. Which is interesting because they, I think they used most of it for, like, the cuss words. The, like, three cuss words that... Um,
1: yeah, well, I mean, you can say certain words and not fall under that. Let's yeah. see. What was...
0: So, it's interesting because, again, most of the combat is just, like, people getting knocked out. People, like, flipping off of buildings. People, like, getting poked in the eye and then, like, rolling down. Uh, but at the very end... There's the, like, epic battle between the four Ninja Turtles and Shredder, who, so it is PG, yeah, um, who ends up being, like, the arch nemesis of the martial artist that owned Splinter, the rat, because he was like, oh, I've seen that, like, that style of fighting before from the Ninja Turtles, and again, like... Their style of fighting is kind of wacky, but he realizes it that it's his old rival's um, style. style. So killed. you kind of get that connection. And like when he killed um, Splinter's master. Like, the cage that Splinter was in was knocked over, so Splinter, as a normal-ass rat, jumped (laughs) on Shredder's face and, like, scratched him. And Shredder was like, well, I guess I'm just going to cut off your ear. And um, so when they have this big reveal, like, Shredder takes off his face mask, and you can see, like, the scars that (coughs) a rat left. Yeah. You would think that, the, like, a rat scratch. I've never owned a rat, so I don't know, like, how hard they scratch or they, something. They
1: don't. My brother had lots of rats. It feels like <laughs> little, like, pimper. Like, they do not scratch like that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, they but... They wouldn't leave deep furrows in your face. <laughs> but here's the thing. Was your
0: brother's rats martial artists? Because um, don't forget,
1: this, yes. normal,
0: this normal rat practiced martial arts.
1: Right, but unless that rat was also carrying knives. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you get the big reveal that, like, Shredder takes off his face mask and he's like, ah, your Splinter is the rat who attacked me. Now I'm going to kill you. So he tries attacking Splinter, but uh, Splinter basically flips him over. And Casey had been driving this uh, garbage truck and, like, broke the ladder so none of the foot soldiers could get up to, like, help out Shredder. And, uh, basically, uh, I believe Splinter was about to, like, help out Shredder, but, uh, Shredder, like, threw a knife at him, and he's like, yeah. you're dishonorable. And he falls into this garbage truck, like, into the garbage. And then Casey's like, oops, I flipped the switch to, like, and it crushed crush it. him. Yeah,
1: yeah." so it's not really the cool party dudes murdering a guy, but, like, they, they didn't exactly shout, no, no, yeah.
0: no, Well, I mean, Casey does it pretty quickly. It's really, like, Casey the uh, misogynistic killer who decides, like, oh, I'm going to kill this guy. Um, Because there's a weird line where um, they're trying to get Casey to sleep in the sewers, and uh, Leonardo's like, oh, you're claustrophobic. And he looks at Leo, he's like, I've never looked at a man like that before. And it's like... Oh. And he's like no so claustrophobic
1: he's means claustrophobic as well.
0: <laughs> it, it's a really weird line and like Leonardo's oh. like no that means that you don't like enclosed spaces and he's like oh no I'm I'm not afraid of nothing but I'm going to sleep out in the car. <laughs> it's like it, it was a weird line it was a weird like 90s line that just kind of was like oh I don't really like Casey
1: yeah, I mean, Casey's not supposed to be a likable character. Yeah. Like, people liked him, I think, because he had a hockey mask and a big stick. But yeah.
0: Like... And you could sort of, like, the, he's the average Joe who's, like, decided to fight crime yeah. or something like that. So... But, um... I mean, other than that, again, it's it's a really... I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed, like... Again, the puppeteering is fantastic. Um, the suits are fantastic. Um, I love, like... All of the 90s lingo where, you know, the cowbunga dude yeah. and um, just... It's so 90s-rific. And even, like, seeing all the product placement, like Walkman. Sony's got their, like, Sony's Walkman where all the little kids are... You know, they still are.
1: make a Walkman. Do they? Yeah, it's more like an MP3 player. Oh, it's, yeah.
0: nice. Um, it's just... It's so funny, this, like, take that step into the 90s era because... Unfortunately, like, I don't really remember the 90s that much. Like, I know I was very young during that age, so... Yeah. Yeah. But it's just... It's kind of nice to, like, part that veil a little bit and, like, get a glimpse into, yeah. the, into the 90s and just see that influence.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I really like this movie. This movie was a big part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, as a kid, I remember... Um, <clears throat> Like, if if I had to, to cite the three things that I was, like, most crazy about as a kid in terms of toys, it would be Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, and uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I remember one Christmas I got um, the Terror Drome. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I also got this little... It, it was like a, like a sewer play set mm-hmm. that you, like... As an adult, my or like as not a kid without the like without these toys anymore, my parents said that putting that together on Christmas Eve <laughs> probably was a nightmare. Was a nightmare because it it came like in a box that had to be assembled, but it came with stickers <laughs> that. It told you where to put them. Uh, wow. Right? Yeah. And so they had to assemble all of this, which thanks mom and dad. Uh this this was that's, awesome.
0: That's love right there. That's
1: love mm. sitting up till four in the morning assembling, assembling. this toy set. So. It's like <sighs> Alright, how much do I love my child?
0: Yeah. I I will say, like, I don't think that these movies were that big of an influence on me as a children, uh, as a child, not children. I wasn't multiple kids. Um, <laughs> as a child, um, I think it was it was the '90s cartoon that was really the big influence for me. Like with Krang, Bebop, and Rocksteady. Who I think are they in the second movie?
1: No, no. they're not called that. They they are okay. very much supposed to be those characters. Hmm. Krang, not Krang, but Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. Um, is Krang in the second movie? No, oh. no. um Krang is in the second Michael Bay movie. Oh, okay. Um, Richard and I went to see that in theaters. I haven't seen any of the new Michael Bay movies. Um, so the first one is pretty much skippable. Okay. Um, it's not that great, um, in my opinion. Out of the Shadows is the one that has Krang in it. Yeah. I wanted more Krang. Krang I know why they Krang was hilarious in the... But it was... Um, I I liked the second Michael Bay one. Like, no one else did. Like, that's why there isn't a third one coming out. Yeah. But, um... I just didn't like the designs of the turtles. I mean, they're fine. Like, they're... I mean, there are lots of people that complain about, like, it ruining their childhood. And it's like, did it go back in time and make them different? No. Like, yeah. Like, just let people like what they like. Yeah. But I really like this one. I like this second and third one in this trilogy. Yeah. You've seen those. I have.
0: I it's been a while. It so I remember watching these movies when I was a really young kid. Yeah. Again, I was more influenced by the TV show. Sure. So I really remember the TV show. So that's why I wanted to go back and rewatch this movie so it would be fresh in my mind. But yeah, I just I remember the TV show being a lot of fun. I remember playing a lot of um, the video game the um Turtles in Time. Time yeah
1: which was so, a, a,
0: a fantastic beat em up it was like one of the first beat em ups I've ever played
1: there is an arcade cabinet yeah that you can buy from Walmart mm-hmm. for 250 bucks that has Ninja Turtles and Turtles in Time and all that, and yeah. I really wish I had the space to do it. Like, they make... The, this company makes that, uh-huh. <laughs> another couple of... The, like, because they're, like... Well, they're three-quarter cabs. so oh, okay. Um, they're not... They don't take up as much space, but you can buy a riser for them. mm mm-hmm. um, They make two others that are, like, combo things, and, like, it's like, oh, man, if I had the, the room in my apartment for three arcade cabinets, I would, <laughs> I would get these no problem, because... Two fifty, Like, that's... I mean, that's a lot of money, but that's not what getting an actual arcade okay
0: cabinet, cabinet yeah. costs. Yeah. Like, Though it would just be the space, and, like, I feel like after it wore out, wore out its uniqueness, you'd be yeah. like, I gotta just, like, move around this giant cabinet thing. I or, mean, worth
1: it. <laughs> or, you know what? Start, get a main cabinet?
0: No, no. Uh, start a gang of just teenagers. Get a, a warehouse... Fill it with a bunch of cabinets because
1: train them to steal things.
0: Yeah, stealthfully, but not real stealthfully. You know, I'm doing air quotes when I say stealthfully. Yeah, yeah, and um, get them to steal a bunch of stuff so you can trade it for Big Macs
1: and for um pizza. Oh, like that guy that went from trading a uh, what was it like a toothpick up to like a nine eleven. A what? A Porsche
0: nine oh. eleven. I never heard about that. Oh, guy. there
1: was a guy on the internet that over like 6 months he would just trade things up huh. with people, with strangers until yeah. finally he was trading enough like things of enough scale to like get a car. I wonder he probably had to pay taxes on that car though. I mean,
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the whole taxes thing. I mean, if
1: it's traded to someone for something else, that's an yeah. exchange of payment.
0: It's true, but if it's worth more than what he exchanged for, it means that he earned some income. Or not income, but he got value.
1: Mm, yeah, I mean I don't know about random I don't internet know. Dude, yeah.
0: like, trading thing. Like <laughs> I know, we went from turtles to random internet dude and taxes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Ninja Turtles, um, I, I, How do um, you feel about this one in comparison to the second and third one?
0: I, I Like I said, it's been a long time since I've seen the second and third. Did they still have the Jim Hansen Corporation helping them out with like?
1: Their... I can't imagine that they wouldn't. Yeah. I, I don't know if they do or not, but yeah. I can't imagine that they would have changed. Um, I remember the third one being very strange with all the time travel stuff. Yeah, but... because they were samurais, weren't they? Yeah, so they find this item that's like a lamp that's a time machine, and people it gets a in the really wacky. There are samurai that are holding it at the same time when it turns on, and they trade places with the Ninja Turtles. So the like subway, like the, the discontinued subway line that shuts down that mm-hmm. they live in instead of the sewers. Yeah. There's these four really like samurai. freaked out 14th century samurai. Wow. Who are stuck there that they're trying to, like, placate or whatever. And then the turtles have taken their place. Huh. Which is funny because their mask is the exact same shape as the um, the face armor that samurai would wear. Yeah. Like, it's it's bulbed out at the front like yeah. that. Yeah. So they kind of blend in.
0: Other than their green skin. Yeah. And, yeah. and I
1: mean, you know, Japanese is an evolving language, like... So, one, all of the the um, Japanese villagers and stuff speak English.
0: Of course. I mean, it just makes things simple.
1: Um, even, even if we were talking about them going back in time, and, like, even if the Ninja Turtles knew how to speak Japanese, I Japanese don't. evolves, like, yeah. as a language. Like, it has a lot of loan words from other cultures yeah. as, as times change. But also the meanings of words change. So, like... My grandmother, who hasn't lived in Japan since 1962, mm-hmm. right, she still speaks with her sisters and stuff, or yeah. her sister and her her uh, nieces and nephews and stuff. Yeah. But when I was taking um, Japanese in college, mm-hmm. like, I would try and, like, work on it with her and talk back and forth and she couldn't understand some words that i was using and i thought it was my pronunciation but i would write the word out and she had no idea what it was so like that's how quickly a language changes changes, like even if they went back to like the 18th century or whatever Uh, like
0: I. (laughs) that's a really deep rabbit hole to go down but it's movie magic again like a lot of this stuff is just movie magic, where it's like, well, do you want to just strap in and have fun have with fun. this. Yeah.
1: Because this is... W- also, it's a wacky movie for kids about Teenage Mutant Ninja Yeah. Because, I mean, you can't, like,
0: dive too deep into it. This isn't, like, a thinker. This yeah. isn't going to make you, you know, no, like, no, no. reconsider anything. It's going to make you think... I mean,
1: have you seen the internet, though? <laughs>
0: I have seen the internet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's like a hundred percent what the internet does. <laughs> um,
0: but I I did enjoy this movie. I enjoyed it as a just a fun romp back into the '90s like culture and everything like that. Yeah. Um, it is very dated. It's super dated and like it's super dated with a lot of its ideas and everything like that. But like, you know, it's it's turtles doing kung fu fighting people. Being wacky, giving one-liners, um, and I really enjoyed it. I, uh, you know, I'm glad that I was able to rewatch it. You know, if I had kids, I'd probably like show it to them. I'd probably show them first the uh, cartoon, so they could uh, enjoy that. I think
1: it's on the uh, Disney ever... Plus. Why would it be on Disney Plus?
0: I think the turtles. Yeah, I think they maybe got the well.
1: Who owns New? Because. I'm not sure.
0: Uh, Now,
1: Lionsgate. Now that you're
0: Lionsgate, I I don't. I'm pretty sure that was on (laughs) Disney Plus. But now that I'm, I'm saying it out loud. I'm going to double check. Um,
1: Anyway, the uh, have you ever seen TMNT? The one that Kevin Smith wrote. No, it's the CG movie. It's actually really good. Um, Like I said, the the first Michael Baywin. Not great. Like, they change a whole lot of the story. I, I know why they have to, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, eh, yeah, I'm fine with keeping it the way it was, but the second one is really good. The second one has a, um, a van in it that Donatello made.
0: Ah. That oh, she, that's cool. You remember
1: cool. the what, the toy that oh, shoots out the pizza? Yeah, and so where, the like, covers?
0: The, uh, the door opens. Yeah,
1: kind of yeah, yeah, so it's basically that. Ah, oh, cool. Which is really, really cool. Um, they had a lot of cool toys. That, well, like, and and I don't know. There's a um, back when we had cable, we would leave. Uh, when we only had the one dog, she would have really bad separation anxiety and whine when we weren't around. Mm-hmm. So we would leave the television on yeah. to like have voices around her or whatever. So while while she got acclimated, and I came, I, I was uh, coming in early from from work one time, and I caught the. Uh, last half of an episode of one of the newer, more modern Teenage oh, Mutant Ninja right, Turtle yeah. episodes. That's kind of like cel-shaded a little bit. It kind of. Yeah. But the weird thing about it is it was a crossover episode where they were... The turtles from the new cartoon were interacting with turtles from the 87 cartoon. And the 87 turtles were animated the same way. And the modern turtles were animated in their way. And so these two very different characters... It it, it was really interesting to watch.
0: Um, I've seen um, Teen Titans actually have done that same
1: concept. It's really funny to see how different a show looks.
0: So Teen Titan Go, they had an episode where they interacted with like the 2000s Teen Titans, like the more grittier one, yeah. where they're like fighting Slade and everything like that. And it's like really strange. <laughs> yeah. And then they like interact with like, I think their comic ver- book version of it. I've only seen the uh, clip on YouTube. That's really anything. cool. Yeah, it's it's super strange. Um, but yeah, all in all, I really enjoyed this movie. I I would recommend it. I'd recommend it on that whole caveat that it's a silly, fun movie, and it's something that you should watch to enjoy, and you know, watch to um, see like some good costuming, see some good like um, puppeteering, and see some wacky like kung fu. I'm glad that they they knew what they were trying to sell, so they put a lot of just like combat scenes in it. And they're like, yeah. these are wacky, fun scenes, and they don't dive too much into it like we were diving into it. Yeah. Where it's just like, you know, uh, it happens because it happens. Enjoy, kids. Yeah. So, so it it was a really fun romp of watching all of that yeah. as well as just kind of like taking a a glimpse into that like '90s era, that early '90s era, which is always just kind of. Funny to look at. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, that that would be that's it for me. You guys, okay. yeah.
1: No, that's that's it for me. Um, if you guys want, to, I know this one's a little bit more loosey goosey with with the holidays around. Expect the ones towards the end of the year to be a little <laughs> bit more loosey because there's not as much time for us to interact with our families and then also do this. So and
0: we drink a lot of eggnog.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, like, I yeah. But yeah. <laughs> no, I got it for the joke. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you might not
1: be drinking eggnog, uh, but. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to get in contact with us, it's uh, backrowsupershow at gmail.com. Yep. Um, our Facebook has our weekly, not weekly, but, you know, our nerd fight brackets that, yep. that we're running uh, where we pit two IP uh, properties against each other, see who wins. That Facebook is Backrow Super Show, four separate words. Uh, we have a Patreon as well. It's patreon.com slash backrow super show. Um, uh, contributing to it will open up access to other sh- or give us the the ability to do other shows, That's rather. Right. Um, we want to keep it open for everyone. So yeah. there's just two tier levels $5. Uh, uh, We'll get you extra writing, extra gameplay videos. Um, I know I've been trying to adapt that game thing that we were working on. Yeah. To 5th like edition stats. So. Yeah,
0: and I did a Halloween game that I might throw up there. Yeah. Since it was a self-made uh, system.
1: Yeah. Um, and then $20 will give you the ability to kind of dictate to us what you want us to talk about. With approval, of course, we're not going to go into... All the things that we could possibly go into, because people are horrible, but... um, Not
0: everybody's horrible.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: And all the money goes... Directly
1: back into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it opens up the ability for us to, you know, cover more media, release more stuff.
0: Yeah, we're not going to, like, buy pizzas or Walkmans.
1: Yeah. We'll just steal those off the back of a truck and pay for things things with menthol cigarettes. (laughs) Because who smokes menthol cigarettes but teenagers? (laughs) Um, And, yeah, that should be our show. Our next main show episode is going to be on Mindhunter, the TV show on Netflix. Um, So watch through that. um, Listen. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, watch watch watch. through that before
1: we... And uh, then the book club uh, should be up in another few weeks. Um, It is Catcher in the Rye.
0: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, So with that, I guess, do you have any other?
0: No, that's uh,
1: it. Okay, all right. So uh, stay golden. Uh,
0: Be kind, rewind. Bye. Have a fantastic day. Bye.